You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Hi, pet fashion lovers. You're listening to Bark and Swagger on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Jody Miller-Young, and today I have such a special guest that I can't wait to share her with you. Barbara Tyler Alfield is an accomplished fine artist with a gorgeous new series called Fashionable People, Fashionable Pets. You'll find out why this series is so special and the illustrious career Barbara came from when we come right back after the short commercial message. So get comfortable, grab your favorite beverage, and we'll be right back. We'll be right back after a short pause. This is Christy Hinz-Clark, founder and creative director for Legitimate. Legitimate is a fashionable yet functional made-in-America canine brand. We produce collars, leashes, beds, blankets, accessories, and apparel, all made from the finest materials. We strive to produce the highest quality product that will meet the needs of every pampered pooch. To order these gorgeous fashion styles for dogs, visit Legitimut.com. L-E-G-I-T-I-M-U-T-T.com. Check out my new interview for Bark and Swagger on Pet Life Radio. Amazing Pet Expos is coming to a city near you. Admission is always free and your pet is welcome. Shopping, adoptions, free nail trims, discounted shots and microchipping, agility, a pet costume contest, and much more. Plus, meet the guys from Animal Planet's hit TV series Tank and Pit Boss online at AmazingPetExpos.com. Bring your pets to the Pet Expo! Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back. You're listening to Bark and Swagger on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Jody Miller Young. For 30 years, Barbara Tyler Alfield was one of the most celebrated, award winning fashion illustrators in the country. On any given day, you might open the New York Times, the Washington Post, the Chicago Sun-Times, just to name a few, and find her beautiful illustrations showing off the latest designs from top couturiers. But she had another dream to fulfill, that of being a fine portrait artist. We're going to hear her story today and find out about this incredible new series she's just completed, Fashionable People, Fashionable Pets. Welcome, Barbara. Oh, it's so nice to be here, Jody. This is such fun. Good. I'm so glad to have you. I'm very excited to talk to you. This wonderful series was inspired by something very near and dear to your heart. What was that? Well, you know, I've loved animals since I was a very little girl, and I've also loved faces and figures and portraits, and fashion has really been my lifelong career. I really wanted to unite these three aspects in a painting series. But the real catalyst was recognizing that we have a completely trusting, loving connection with our pets, you know, cure with no agenda. And I wanted to pay tribute to this. Absolutely. I mean, I think any pet owners feel that. You took this 
incredible collection, and you recently participated as a solo exhibitor at the New York Art Expo, which was pretty impressive. What was that experience like? Well, Art Expo New York, which was in April, is a very big, exciting international art show. I've exhibited there three times. It's always a great experience talking with other artists and meeting the public. My new series was combining real people with real pets, and that seemed to resonate in a new way with people. They were drawn to the pairing, and I think they could identify with the direction of the painting. So I, I felt it was very successful. Fantastic, fantastic. A great accomplishment. And it's true. I know that your love of fashion, pets, portraiture is what inspired you, but you really can feel this bond that you talk about in these portraits, which are magical. That's really the best way to describe them. Light actually emanates from each one. And what I thought was really cool as somebody who studied a bit of fashion design and illustrating is you bring, of course, you bring in true fashion illustrator form, these subjects who are live, They have these gorgeous long bodies and legs, and the fabrics that you paint are treated so lovingly. They look gorgeous. They practically jump off the canvas. What (laughs) inspired you to create this glow, and how did you choose what fashion you put on each subject? Well, the glow is really something that I'm attracted to visually, and I've seen it, you know, in certain paintings. And I Mm -hmm. wanted to portray my subjects as really living and three-dimensional. So the glow is all sort of part of that. The fashions are from my own collection. I have a whole, oh, probably about 100 prop fashion gowns that I've selected to complement the coloring of the animals and their fur and their different personas. That is so exciting. Wait, I want to talk about that for a second. So (laughs) over the years, as a fashion illustrator, you've collected these pieces. Where did you get them from? Where did you find these pieces that you have in your collection? (laughs) All over. (laughs) Some, you know, some were gowns that I saw on eBay. Some were in vintage stores. Some were outfits that I saw at sales at stores, and I just started collecting these things. And once in a while, I'll wear them, but generally what would happen is that I wouldn't have the occasion to wear such elaborate finery. So, you know, they went into my collection of prop gowns, so I pull one of those out when I do a painting. Wow, that is so cool. I recently saw the movie Iris about Iris Apfel, the fashion icon, and she talked, yeah, Mm -hmm. it was wonderful. And she talked about how she would find her costume jewelry, which she has, I think, probably one of the most elaborate collections in the country, and her fashion pieces everywhere. She would go up to Harlem in New York and go into these stores and, and find pieces, and she'd find them on the streets, and she'd find them in vintage shops and she'd get them from the couture designers too. So I always love, you know, asking people where they find sort of these treasures in their collection. And I think that's really cool. What I also love about these paintings are that they each have their own personal stories because Mm -hmm. each subject, as you mentioned earlier, is a person in your life. I want you to tell us a couple of these stories. Let's start with what's behind Best Friends. Mm Mm-hmm. 
best friend's rendezvous was actually a painting of my husband and my dog. And I was trying to capture that special time when my husband, Bill, returns from work, you know, tired out, laying the dragon, but finally able to relax. <laughs> and he's greeted first thing by our dog, Varushka. And they Who's have a, a gorgeous forceway, by the way. Yes, yes, she is. They have a real love affair relationship, and they stare at each other like they do in the painting. Varushka is exceedingly direct and personal. You know, very engaging dog. It's interesting because she happens to be deaf, but she compensates, I think, more than adequately with great presence. So I tried to capture that in the painting. And you did. And you can see these gorgeous, gorgeous paintings, including Best Friends Rendezvous, on the Bark and Swagger page of the Pet Life Radio site. What about Grand Dame? <laughs> What's the story okay. behind that? <laughs> that painting is actually of my late cat, Cheeto, who lived to be 21 years old. Cheeto Amazing. was really the official greeter in our home. And she met everybody at the front door and escorted them into the hall where she's portrayed in the painting. She was a very tiny cat, but she was spunky and tart and sweet at the same time. And she slept with all of our dogs and she loved people, but she could not stand other cats. So everybody <laughs> gave her a wide berth that was feline. <laughs> she didn't want the competition, but I'm sure she kept the dogs in line too. <laughs> Cats have a way of doing that. You also have a painting called Stroll at Dusk. There's a great story behind that, too, and uh, share that with us. Well, Stroll at Dusk is actually a painting about my dog walker, Tony, and his late boxer, Ginseng. Through Ginseng, Tony met many dogs, and when Ginseng passed away, Tony decided to start his own dog walking business called Ginseng's Friends which has been very nice. successful in the neighborhood, and the dogs just adore him. I decided to paint him walking ginseng at dusk to represent that the spirit of ginseng is present in every walk that he has with his dog client. So, you know, that's why there's sort of a misty, murky feeling. And, um, yeah. you know, it's sort of a mystical painting, I think. It's really lovely, really, really lovely. And Tony looks so fashionable. My God, he looks stunning, elegant, elegant. Well, and so does ginseng. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> now, your daughter, Alexandra, who's very beautiful, mm -hmm. is also the subject, you're welcome, of a couple of the pieces. Tell mm -hmm. us about that. Well, I use her a lot. She's a great model, and she's always, she has many different personas, many different looks. The latest one, I had her in my series, and her painting was called Feline Fashion Harem, and it depicts her on an Edwardian daybed surrounded by her three cats. The intent was really to capture this languid but elegant persona of both she and the cats, all four mm -hmm. are really natural lounge lizards, and I wanted them surrounded by luxury and satin and velvet. The other one that she's in is called Borzoi Strut, and in that one she's shown with my Borzoi Verushka again and my late Borzoi Glory, who was painted sort of in a ghostly green behind Verushka. And that's to represent that Glory is gone but not forgotten. And the three are painted in step with Alex, and her ruffled gown sort of echoes the dog's 
elaborate furnishings. You know, their long hair and their curling tails. And they're beautiful. They're both beautiful. And and Alexandra definitely has like an attitude in each in the the best possible way. When she is strutting (laughs) with the Borzoi, she is indeed strutting. Like, watch out, ladies. And when she's lounging with the kitties, she looks like she's in the lap of luxury and that's where she belongs. And so you (laughs) captured, yeah, you captured such wonderful, wonderful emotion in the paint on the canvas. And that's truly such a gift. I want to hold this thought because we're going to take a short break from our sponsor. But when we return, we'll learn what life as one of the top fashion illustrators in the country was like and what's coming up for Barbara Tyler Alfield. So refresh your beverage, get comfortable, and we'll be right back. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back. Right after we kibble a little with our sponsors. Calling all pet product manufacturers and pet experts. Let the public relations and marketing professionals at Whitegate PR get you featured in the news. I'm Dana Humphrey at Whitegate PR, and we have been specializing in pet product PR for over 10 years and can get your brand featured in the media from TV to radio to print to blogs. You can find out more at www.whitegatepr.com. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Bark and Swagger on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Jody Miller Young, and we're here today with fine artist Barbara Tyler Alfield. Barbara, 30 years as a leading fashion illustrator must have been an exciting career at a time when women looked to their newspapers to see what the latest offerings from the key department stores might be. Tell us what that career was like and and your favorite parts of it. Okay. Well, you know, it was a great adventure. It was always very fresh and very stimulating because you illustrated the yearly changing styles as well as seasonal fashion. So nothing ever stood still. I worked for many different department stores and each had their own unique persona. The fashion illustrator really created a visible identity for the store Mm. in the newspaper and for the public. So, you know, they had a, a real inventive role. Tell us some of the stores that you worked with. Well, I worked for Lord & Taylor, I worked for Dillard's, I worked for the Broadway, Marshall Fields, F&R Lazarus, John wow. Wanamaker, Woodward & Lothrop, on and on and on. And a so lot of, of those big ones. Many. Absolutely. And, you know, they're not here anymore, most of them, which yeah, is a shame. Yeah, I know. 
that's I know it is the landscape has changed so much but I I remember when I was younger seeing you know all of the wonderful fashion illustration some of which was probably yours for Lord and Taylor Mm-hmm. in my local paper. Uh, so, mm-hmm. yeah, it was such an integral part. What was a day like for you back in those days? Was it something that was more solitary, sitting in your studio with your dress form, with the fashion on it? Or was it something where you had to be out and about more? Well, it really is kind of a solitary profession. For many years, I actually did work in advertising departments where I physically was in the store, you know, working with other Ah. illustrators. But as time passed, I became a freelance artist, and I have my own huge studio, I'm happy to say, stuffed with 30 years of accumulating books and magazines (laughs) on fashion, and I have mannequins and all that sort of thing. So most days, I start usually in the afternoon, and I work till late in the evening, and I still do that with my paintings. So I have pretty much the same routine that I've had, you know, for years and years. Interesting. And that's worked for me. Wonderful, wonderful. I'm always interested in the process that people create for themselves, you know, that artists create for themselves. You started very early, Barbara. (laughs) You were drawing when you were only two years old and drawing fashion. Tell us what you were drawing, where you were drawing it, (laughs) because I know you were drawing it in some, you know, unconventional places. And how did it develop from there? Well, when I was very young, I do recall, and of course my mother was always after me because I was using crayons on the bedroom wall, and I was always (laughs) interested in figures. So, you know, I was drawing little figures, and then I became interested in fashion really early because I remember dictating what I wanted to wear on certain days and getting into arguments with my mom over what 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 I wanted to select and what she thought was appropriate. Really? So I, that's true. So it started very early. I took art classes at a very young age. I think I was about seven at the Rochester mm-hmm. Memorial Art Gallery. And then I, I would participate in many juvenile art shows and I was very active in school and high school in the arts. And then when I went to college, I majored in illustration and fine arts. When I got out of college, I got a job almost immediately as an illustrator for a department store. And that sort of started the whole thing. And then, you know, 30 years elapsed. and, And then just recently, I started doing the painting. So that's how it all began. Wow. What were a couple of the high points of your fashion illustrator career Mm -hmm. that really stand out for you? I know when I got the Lord and Taylor account as an illustrator, they, of course, had other illustrators, but I did a lot of the lead fashion advertising. And that was sort of a pinnacle. I would consider that a pinnacle because they were always considered one of the forerunners of using illustration Mm -hmm. for their advertising. And, in fact, I think they were the last people to still use newspaper advertising illustration. So that was one. You know, I over the years, I remember going to different stores and interviewing and for different jobs, and that was always fun. Each store, you know, had its own flavor, and I think that that sort of was 
something that was inspiring for the illustration that I would do for each store. I tried to create an identity for each one that was unique and fresh and original. Mm, so wonderful. I would say wonderful. those were, you know, those were sort of the best memories. Very nice. Today, you and Bill live in a big turn-of-the-century house, and you are in your second career. And Mm -hmm. what are the... I know you talked about that, you know, sort of what a day is like for you. What are the favorite parts of what you do now, which is something that, alongside fashion illustration, was always a, a dream for you, yeah? Yes. You know, I always wanted to be a painter. I was always interested in that. I loved... John Singer Sargent. There's another painter called Boldini. And I always had that in mind, but I had such a really a a long and lucrative career and a busy career as an illustrator that it took a while before I could realize this. So today, I try to surround myself with things that I find stimulating. My animals (laughs) are very stimulating all the time. And I hear they follow you around everywhere. Yes, they do. They follow me into my studio. When I leave my studio, there's a pack that follows me, hopefully to the kitchen, they're thinking. <laughs> so, um, you know, I have, I have a lot of company here. But yes, I would say that now I'm really sort of living my dream as an artist because I'm able to paint, which I always wanted to do. I'm incorporating the fashion, which I love. And then putting pets in my paintings. And that's that's kind yeah. of my new obsession. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's a triple whammy. And considering the wonderful reception that this collection of paintings got at Art Expo, you're going to continue on this path? Definitely. Yes, I definitely am. I think that I've got something that is inspiring to me. And I've really just started tapping this you know, as an artist. So um, there's a lot, I think, to look forward to artistically. And, um, you know, a lot of interesting animal subjects out there that I would love to paint. Yeah, absolutely. So tell us what's up next for you, Barbara. I know you've got an exciting exhibit coming this summer, but tell us what's happening. Well, this summer, Art Blend Gallery is is taking some of my work to the Hamptons Art Show, Art Hamptons, in the Hamptons in New York. And then there's another showing. This is a group showing for that gallery. They're located in Fort Lauderdale. I'll be in that. I think I will be traveling. Yes, definitely. (laughs) Maybe do some traveling, which is always stimulating. And, you know, get on to my new series, which I think is going to be called Mood. And that will be my new one. And that will also incorporate people and pets. So that's coming up. Mood. You heard it here first. Before I ask you to tell us where people can learn more about you and your work and purchase your work if they like, introduce mm-hmm. us to your current animals besides Varushka, who we've met. Uh, <laughs> Who's your current furry family? <laughs> well, I have Mimi, who is a long-haired cat. She's about 17. Then I have wow. Bo, and he's a black smoke Persian, and he's also 17. And I have Theo, who's a Siamese cat, and he is three. And then, of course, there's Varushka. We also have seven turtles, <laughs> which are a holdover oh, wow. from my daughter's childhood. So. <laughs> <laughs> And I take care so of those. So a full house. A full yes, house. Yes, a full house. <laughs> That's wonderful. So where can people learn more about you and purchase your work, see more of your work? 
they can go to my website, and that's mm-hmm. www.fashionillustrationandmore.com. Perfect. I am so sorry that we're out of time. I've enjoyed talking with you so much, Barbara. Thank you so much for being on my show. Oh, my pleasure, Jody. And thank you all for listening. And thanks to our producer, Mark Winter, who makes us sound so good. Thank you, Mark. My passion is fashion. So tune in next time to discover the designers, styles, and home decor I love. And don't forget to visit me at BarkandSwagger.com, where you'll find great fashion stories and more. So until next time, when fierce fashion calls, bark and swagger. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.